You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Thursday, April 18, 2019, week 286. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Stiff. And this is Destiny Pizza. You ready for America's Sweetheart, Mike? I'm ready for America's Sweetheart. This person won a fireplace on The Price is Right in 1994. Hmm. Total gimme. Um, I'm, I'm gonna guess... I know somebody's been on The Price is Right. I don't think it's the answer, but Aaron Paul. No. Okay, he was on there. I, this clip is so funny. Yeah. Um. All right, go ahead. This person attended Loyola Marymount University. Other students attending at the same time were Colin Hanks and Busy Phillips. Hmm. Is it Linda Cardellini? It is Linda Cardellini. How do you know that? Freaks, well, Freaks and Busy Phillips. Freaks yeah. Phillips. That was just my guess. And you just mentioned her in the trailer we watched. <laughs> I was like, that's on your mind. Yeah, that's on my mind. I may guess that. <laughs> and she's awesome. Yeah. Which is why she's America's sweetheart. Sweet! Do all these actors go on The Price is Right? Is that a, is that a thing? I think they're like in Hollywood. I guess they're just in the area. And they're like, oh, I'm just going to go to an audition. Or not an audition, but like, <laughs> is that just take do? a day Are off. contestants audition? <laughs> is, that a, is it a role they're playing? Is no, Aaron I Paul think... really not that excited? No. It's going to really disappoint me. That was fake. <laughs> um, Nobody ever wins on The Price is Right. It's all actors, isn't it? It's a conspiracy. I know yeah, it. Yeah, it's all. No one ever wins. That Lin... should be a game show where like there's no real contestant. No, because then. Is that illegal? I think that's illegal. Oh, okay. Linda Edna Cardellini, born in Redwood City. How old is Linda Edna Cardellini? Okay, all those people geeks must be made. But how old are they? Better question. Um, let's see. Give you a hint. She was born on June 25th in the 1900s. So she's over 19. Okay. Younger that, than that helps. Younger than 119. Um, I'm going to say 38 years old. You have to re-guess because you are so far I'm off. I'm that far off? Yeah. 34 years old. You're in the, off in the wrong direction. Yeah, you're off in the wrong direction. <laughs> 43 years old. Nailed it. 43? Okay. Yeah. I, forget, I forget how old Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks <laughs> came out in the year 2000. Yeah, okay. So she played like an 18-year-old in that. Okay. Okay. Well, she wasn't. Map. But she was in her 20s when she was Yeah, I know. They, like, they always play older. No. Uh, she played younger. Or they always played younger. That's yeah. What I mean. Like high school is always like mid 20s. Like yeah, 20s, like a 30s. <laughs> um, yeah, Linda Cardellini. Congratulations. Can you guess how tall she is? Hmm. It was a tough one. This is a tough one. Go 5'4. Very close. She's 5'3. Three. 5'3. Three. Okay. And the most obvious one. Fucked up. Avengers Age of Ultron. Is that even on her box office? She doesn't have her own page. Well, that it's Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Unless she shows up in Endgame. And then future box office Endgame. Which yeah. I'm, which I'm assuming she... Was she in that trailer? I don't believe so. 
Because I assume she shows up in Endgame. Kind of weird if she didn't, right? Well, she goes in Brokeback Mountain. You think Endgame or Age of Ultron made more than? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. It's so much money. This Avengers movie. But yeah. Unless there's some animated movie, which I never think about. I'm like, that's this what thing, always gets me. I'm like, was, oh, they're in Star Wars. It's a Star Wars movie. It's like, nope. It's like an animated movie. It's like Storks 3. It's like, damn you, despicable me. Why are you doing this to me? Let's see. Well, 70 credits. She was in Green Book and A Simple Favor. Oh, yeah, she was. She was in The Founder. I've seen like all her movies. She was in Gravity Falls. She was the voice of Wendy Corduroy. I feel like I've seen all her all her work. Yeah. That is crazy. But I'm not gonna watch this new horror movie coming out. <laughs> Scooby Doo. She, she was in, in Super. Scooby Doo. She doesn't get an IMDb credit for just being in Scooby Doo. I know, right? I feel like that. She was in Grandma's Boy. Oh yeah. Scooby Doo 1 and 2. And she's in the upcoming movie. Nice transition to this weekend, reason <laughs> now. Uh, the Curse of La Llorna. Because it's double L in Spanish. Mm. Makes a Y sound. Obviously. Of course, everyone knows that. About like a Spanish ghost, Mexican ghost, who wants children. Based on a true story, apparently. Really? <laughs> no, it sounds like the real La, L- La Llorna. They look like that, too. They have, we have photos for evidence and everything. Oh, it's a Mexican folktale. You want me to tell you about it? Yeah. Film. The Weeping Woman is a ghost of a woman who drowned her children and now cries while looking for them in the river, often mm-hmm. causing misfortune to those who are near or hear her. There's no credible source or evidence to the events that inspire the tale, legend, it's Mexican in origin. There's the, no source to the legend? Or no, there's no credible source or evidence. Oh. <laughs> but the first movie came out in 1961. Literally translates to The Weeping Woman, La Lorna. Okay. Sounds, sounds scarier in Spanish. Um, the legend is said that in a rural village there lived a young woman named Maria. She came from a poor family but was known around her village for her beauty. One day, an extremely wealthy nobleman traveled through her village. He stopped in his tracks when he saw Maria. Maria was charmed by him, and he was charmed by her beauty. So when he proposed to her, she immediately accepted. Maria's family was thrilled that she was marrying into a wealthy family, but the nobleman's father was extremely disappointed that his son was marrying into poverty. Maria and her new husband built a house in the village to be away from this, uh, his disapproving father. Eventually, she gave birth to two sons. Her husband was always traveling and began to stop spending time with his family. When he came home, he only paid attention to the sons, and Maria knew her husband was falling out of love with her. One day, he returned to the village with a younger woman and told his sons farewell, ignoring Maria. Maria, angry and hurt, took her children to the river and drowned them in a blind rage. She realized what she had done and searched for them, but the river had already carried them away. Days later, she was found dead on the riverbank. Challenged at the gates of heaven for the whereabouts of her children, she was not permitted to enter the afterlife until she finds them. Stuck between the land of living and dead, she spends eternity looking for her lost children. She is always heard weeping for her children, earning her the name La Llorna. 
It is said that if you hear her crying, you are to run the opposite way. If you hear her cries, they could bring misfortune or even death. Many parents in Latin America use this story to scare their children from staying out too late. She kidnaps wandering children at night, mistaking them for her own. She begs the heavens for her forgiveness and drowns the children she kidnaps. People who claim to have seen her says she appears at night or in late evenings by rivers or lakes, wearing a white or black gown with a veil. She believes those who hear the or some believe those who hear the wails of La Yorna are marked for death or misfortune, similar to the Gaelic Banshee legend. Among her wails, she is noted for crying, Ay me hijos, which translates to oh my children or oh my sons. She scrapes the bottom of rivers and lakes searching for her sons. It is said that when her wails sound near, she is actually far. And when she sounds distant, she's actually very near. Is that scary, Mike? Pretty scary. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's appeared in like everything. Is that the way to get um a movie made nowadays is you find like some obscure some foreign legend. horror story, like urban legend in yeah, another country that, and that make a helps. movie out of it. Anything that makes people not have to think of a story. And they're like, you and know, this is true. They, all they have to do is adapt some legend. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, that's a lot easier. No. And then it also helps because you're like, oh, you hear this is what they believe in Mexico. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> that too. If it's foreign, it's like, oh, that, this that's is true. What they all know. Yeah. It, it really happens there. Like, I want to make a movie about Korean people and fans killing them in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, this is based on the Korean legend. Yeah. Don't sleep with fans in your room. Um, also, Breakthrough, a Christian movie starring well, Topher Grace, mm-hmm. Luke, Luke Cage. <laughs> Luke Cage, Mike Coulter. And that dude from The Unit who's in those insurance commercials. <laughs> Strange. Based on a true story. Based on a true story about a kid yeah. who gets trapped under ice. Because he's a prick, doesn't listen to Whoa. his parents, <laughs> and then uh, his mom prays, and he comes back to life, but he's like on ventilator or something. It's weird. I don't know, because they're like more prayers, more. And the doctor's like, we don't know what to do. Oh yeah, that, that, I was like, which guy was in the commercial? And then I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that? And then penguins, which is like a the Disney nature movie. Mm-hmm. About a, a a penguin father who has who's stuck babysitting the kids, pretty yes. much. Well, I think it starts from when he's a, a penguin's a kid. No, or no, he's just alone. Oh, he's okay, he's just alone, looking for love. Somebody. He finds love, mm-hmm. which is a spoiler enough. <laughs> yeah, has, he's like now I got kids. Has he's like kids. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And they mention elephant seals and killer whales. But yeah, I think someone's gonna get eaten in this movie. Yeah, clearly. So look out for that. I think they just need to do a live action uh, Penguin and the Pebble. That's what I want from Disney. Yeah. Do that movie. Maybe eventually. I don't know. Disney Plus. Yeah. You need content. Do that. I love that movie. I'm sure these things cost a fortune to make. No, they don't cost anything. Disney's got money. It's like, just put a GoPro on a camera on a penguin. Yeah, make it real. Like, just do this movie, but just pretend like it's that movie. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about some trailers that came out this week. Two major trailers. Big trailers. Lion King. Lion King. Finally get our... Well, we got a little bit of a glimpse before, but now we're getting like... Like, this is a real... We're getting real look at Timon and Pumbaa and Simba and Scar and Mufasa. Nala. 
Nala. Rafiki. Yes. Um, what's the bird's name? Uh, it, no, it's like Yago. No. Um, why am I forgetting the bird? Scar Mufasa. Oh, Zazu. Yeah, Zazu. Zazu. I don't like how they changed Rafiki's drawing of Simba. Did they change it that much? It's just the head. Where uh-huh. in the original, oh, there's yeah, the head and yeah. the body, and he does the orange stripe oh, you're right. around, and mm-hmm. he does the mane when Simba returns. Yes. In this, it looks like he does a heart around Simba. Uh, or maybe it's she, because in the stage production, it's a female. Probably. I think the voice is uh, John Canny, who is uh, Black Panther's dad. Okay, so it is a male. So I think it's a male. Who am I to assume <laughs> the gender? Well, how do I know? Maybe he's playing a female. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'll go well for Disney. <laughs> I mean, it's not a good idea, yeah. but maybe. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing in this movie. We didn't really hear. We heard speaking from Mufasa and Scar. Yeah, in the trailer. Um, and then Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, which is the second time you made that typo. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I must have copied and pasted it in both spots. Um, maybe. Don't know. Yeah, that's this trailer not the title of, of Skywalker. Yeah. Star Wars: The Rise of of Skywalker. Yes, uh, um, looks sick. Lando, very short, but dug it. Do the new Lando's droid back? He's wearing yeah. Lando's wearing his yellow, but he's wearing the same thing he wore in a Solo. Solo. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, it still fits. Yeah. Uh, BB-8 and Do. Mm, you the got new little droid. You see the presentation with the new droid because yeah. they. It was like the same with BB-8. They didn't have a practical version when they made the movie, mm-hmm. but then they made the practical version. Of course. So, so cool. <laughs> Dig that. Um, Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Kelly Marie Tran. Some new Carrie Fisher. Princess Carrie Fisher. back. Holding the medal. Yes. So cool. Oh, the... That was awesome. Finally, because the... they never look at those medals. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love how they were like going back and they're like, oh, those dice? Yeah, now, now they're going to look now at that some, stuff. Now they're important. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um... And then, of course, Emperor Palpatine at the end. Yes, but the laugh. The laughter. The beginning the world. of the trailer mm-hmm. was crazy because oh, so she's awesome. like running, flips with the lightsaber. Yeah, Whew. I love like that. That like I love how they film in real places, so the landscapes look amazing. Yeah, it's just like oh, like it looks so cool. Like this is so real. It's like it's not. I can tell it's not green screen. Like yeah, it looks awesome. Sometimes green screen looks really good, but when you see real, you're like, that like looks so looks real. Even, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It looks even better. Yeah. So oh man, that was an exciting trailer. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's just uh, Star Wars does it every time, man. Yeah. No matter what, I'm just like, oh, I love this. It's so cool. So, yeah. So pumped for that, and I like the. They're all to get like the core three. They're teamed up. Mm-hmm. Back back. Well, they were never all really together at the same time. But uh, yeah, should be fun. I'm I'm psyched. Yeah. Um, on Netflix today, my first first love. Is that not an of of situation? <laughs> that is not an of of situation. Okay. Come back tomorrow for Netflix recommendations. Oh wait, true crime. Ooh. I almost forgot. Let's see. I don't know why I got so excited. Crack bad. <laughs> yeah. You're like ooh ooh. This is good to hear it. Oh, they found a stolen vehicle on Alicia Parkway and followed mm-hmm. it onto the 5 freeway and then shut down the freeway. Oh, wow. That's a cool picture. OC. 
Sheriff's Department Air Support has an Instagram. Follow that one. Oh, yeah. And the canine unit has an Instagram. Ooh. Follow that one, too. What the canine unit's up to? Yeah, I have pictures of dogs. Uh, let's... <laughs> I like dogs. Yeah. With the wards? Um... Oh, I think that was the only thing. That's good. Oh, good. Pretty minor crime, I think. They, they caught the guy. Everything turned caught out the good. Guy. Sounds like. Yeah. So he he didn't. Where did he steal it from? Like he seemed like he didn't get that okay, far. They, <laughs> is they, there, is the, there more they saw it on Alicia Parkway and followed it onto mm-hmm. I five, and then they initiated a traffic break at northbound four hundred five mm-hmm. near Culver and conducted a high risk car stop. So that was on the four hundred five. Okay. Driver was safely taken into custody, and the vehicle was returned to its owner. A passerby on the overpass took this picture and shared it with us. So a 960X is a high-risk car stop. Pretty cool. That's neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, come back tomorrow for some... foreign title game and freestyle friday and netflix recommendations thank you for listening goodbye goodbye thank you for listening to destiny pizzas until next week grab a slice and enjoy goodbye